podcast number 12, Dealing with Anger. I recently attended the 50th anniversary of our backdoor neighbors. This wonderful couple had suffered a lot in their 50 years, including one family member with a constant severe seizure disorder, and another family member who had struggled with a dystonia that left them almost blind for a long season. At this party, I learned that through all, this family motto was, never has life been better than this. There above their kitchen sink was, never has life been better than this. This couple had learned how to enjoy life despite the challenges. Rather than be angry at each other or angry at God for their constant disruption and setbacks every time there was another seizure, they celebrated how good things are right now. What a great outlook to focus on the good right now. But what do we do when someone gets angry? Heartbreaks go up, emotions get intense, and we feel anger surge. There are times when our spouse may really frustrate and we get mad. At this point, what matters is what we do with his anger. Consider one antidote for anger that I call the parable of the brownies. When I was about 14 years old, I got to go visit my friend at her college dorm for a few days. It was so fun to view college life. One day I walked in the kitchen and saw her roommate making brownies. I'm so mad at my cousin, she exclaimed. She got the piano that grandma had always promised to me. I don't want to be mad at her anymore, she told me, so I'm making her some brownies. That was a new idea to me, doing something for someone so you won't be mad at them anymore. I guess she's right, you can't stay mad at someone when you're doing something good for them. The anger is lessened and then lost in the effort to serve. In our marriage, our spouse can sometimes make us mad. Maybe it's something they did that is infuriating or unfair. To get over the hurt, maybe we could do something really nice. Brownies or some other sacrifice of time, effort, or expense could turn the situation around and bring forgiveness, love, and peace to the giver and the receiver. Hey, it wouldn't hurt to try it, and it might work well, like it did for this college co-ed. So what do we do with anger? Anger can bring intense feelings and even volatile energy. I remember reading somewhere in scripture, I can't put my finger on it right now, but I know it's there somewhere. Canst thou be angry and not sin? To me, that is saying that it's okay to feel anger, but we just have to watch what we do with it. If we start to belittle, criticize, or condemn, or throw something, that is a sin. Verbal abuse of any kind is wrong, of course. So it's not the anger per se, but what we do with it. What do we do with all that emotion that anger stirs up? Well, I like to go for a walk, or maybe you'd call it a stomp or a march. Walking helps some of that intense feelings dissipate. Or going to the gym. Good old hard physical work helps too. Maybe a chore like vacuuming the car or the stairs that takes a muscle power. You may have noticed by now that Mr. Rogers is a hero of mine. He teaches about anger too with a song. What do you do with the mad that you feel when you feel so mad you could bite? Do you punch a bag or pound some clay or some dough? He ends his song about growing up to be a man or a woman. To me, this means that finding a way to deal with anger is one way that we grow up to be adults. Sometimes we can feel angry, but we must remember that anger is not hate. 
We can feel anger for something our spouse has done while still keeping our love for him or her. I think it is good to separate a person from their emotions. When anger surfaces, I have found another wonderful solution. I grab a piece of paper, go where I can be alone, and write down all the things that are wrong right then. It's okay if you even tear the paper a little with (laughs) intense emotions. Once all is safely there, written down, I turn the paper over and start writing my blessings. It really does help. I don't have to keep rehashing all the things that made me angry since they're all listed on that paper. Spelled out, things can start to disintegrate. Gordon B. Hinckley taught that letting negative feelings fester makes life miserable. His solution was simply to smile. I plead with you to control your tempers, to put a smile upon your faces, which will erase anger, speak out with words of love and peace, appreciation and respect. If you will do this, your lives will be without regret. Your marriages and family relationships will be preserved. That's in Slow to Anger, November 2007. Back to my paper. After a while, my mood changes. I admit sometimes I choose to hold on to that paper, tucked out of sight, for a while. But then it comes time, and I'm ready to tear it up and throw it away. What if one or both of you hold on to the anger? School your feelings is the name of a hymn. To school something is to teach it, explain to it, help it understand. Could we talk to our feelings and teach them to be more Christ-like? Give some time and place, go on with life and its distractions. One note, we must take care so that children aren't traumatized by our spat. Keep it from them or explain to them that mom and dad are working things out and it's going to be okay. Hey, it's your marriage. Work out the anger and make it sweet again. This stuff is hard, but important. It's not the person, it's the anger that we must deal with. Soon you'll discover that life has never been better than this, and maybe a batch of brownies can help. Share your thoughts or insights at theanswerismorelove at gmail.com.